Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 109 tonight. Your regular co-hosts, Paul, Connor, and myself, Joe, are going to be talking trolls. So get your britches ready for this amazing epic adventure that Netflix has provided us with. But first, we need to talk about what Kaiju have been up to. Since Connor has joined us relatively recently and he got some awesome new stuff, we're going to pick on him first. Connor, what do you got to tell us about? Well, Joe, unfortunately, I haven't been up to much stuff Kaiju related, but um, you know how on this podcast I love myself a cup of tea, right? Um, so I decided to get a new mug. So this is um, a... Um, I'm not going to say officially licensed because it's probably not. Um, this is a mug with the Aurora Godzilla model kit on it. And uh, if you read the label there, it says it glows in the dark. It does not. This is false advertising. It's what, just did, a mug. You know, did, did the model glow in the dark? The, the models model? did glow in the dark. Right, okay. The funny yeah. thing was, is like bits fact, of the model glow in dark. There he is. <laughs> hey, the model looks much better than the picture on the mug. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just well, say to that... be fair, Connor does this semi-professionally, so it yeah. better look better. Well, the thing is as well, the, the model kit actually came with two different heads. So you had the regular head and the glow in the dark head. So unfortunately, uh, I didn't use the glow in the dark head, but I probably should have because then I could probably do some wacky effects of it. But anyways, so I got this mug. Fair enough. And um, as you know, last episode, we covered uh, Godzilla Day and there was a few announcements during Godzilla Day. Right. Um, so I went ahead and I spent a bit of money. I got the uh, Gigan Rex Godzilla here, as you can see, in all his five finger glory. You know. So how big and is that? Is that like a monster arts belt size? I'm trying to. I I would say he's about six inches tall, so he's just basically basic Bandai size, I guess. Um, in fact, I've actually got the uh, the monster arts mecha sorry monster uh, Bandai mecha Godzilla here for size comparison. Okay. You can see roughly the same size, I'd, I'd say. But, uh, yeah, so unfortunately, I didn't spend any more money on the God Soul, so that's a lie. Here we go. So uh, I also got the uh, the Gigan Rex as well, and all his uncooked uh, chicken glory, as you can tell. Um, again, it's a really nice sculpt. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they use 3D printing for these figures, you know, because they almost look exactly like the figures, despite a few... Um, uh, almost like in the models, despite uh, a few um, edits to it, you know, because that's just the nature of toy manufacturing. Um, and I also received, I don't have it with me, but I also received the Kong 76 uh, 4K as well that came out recently. And, uh, oh, God, I wish I had it with me because uh, uh, when they announced that Steelbook, because I got the Steelbook, right, um, there was a little Easter egg on the back of the uh, the, the box, right? Um, just a, a little Easter egg that um, most Kaju fans would get a kick out of if they saw it. Um, if you uh, haven't seen it yet, I'll just say, just look it up and say, oh, they're going to get sued. But anyways, um, <laughs> um, moving on as well. Um, so, uh, Paul, what have Kaju been up to? Um I wish I could say that I've been up to something really exciting, but I haven't. I don't know. I don't, I, no, I've been trying to. I was trying to think before we recorded because um, I need to think of something, and I don't think I've actually done anything kaiju related apart from watch Troll since mm -hmm. we last recorded. Um, but you mentioned um, earlier, Connor, that we we do have a few um, 
passings recently so I'll, I'll do the depressing part of the show yeah um, where we should acknowledge that um it was uh kazuki amori i think i'm saying that right wasn't i who's was the director of godzilla versus biolanti and godzilla versus king Ghidorah. yeah that's right yeah so we lost him well, mid february mid november wasn't it he was um at the age of 70 um i think roughly around that age yeah 70 60 I'd, I'd imagine um but uh yeah and then also uh, jason david frank aka the green slash white ranger yeah he did a variety of colors act to be fair well so mm-hmm. what was he some others yeah yeah he was oh, was he really i only remember him from like the he was the OG. black he was red what yeah. really he was he's just all of them he's yeah, the yeah, rainbow yeah. ranger he was every color because he, was he in like every series even if just a cameo he he he's like I the think he, like, he was in the majority of them to be fair like how I burt mean, gummer you know is is the tremors man it was like jason david frank was the yeah, power Jay- rangers jason david frank in many ways was the heart and soul of a lot of power rangers fans or at least the identity of Power Rangers for a lot of fans. He was there, you know, since Mighty Morphin, and he just came all the way up through. And he was even in a couple of fan productions like Bat in the Sun, um, Legend of the White Dragon, which they had in production at the time of his death. Um, he he was in that too. They just released some trailers for it actually on Instagram, which looked amazing. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a big loss because he was a, he was really lovely to his fans. Oh yeah, yeah, he, he was. He was always giving them shout outs and like interacting and you know despite being like really imposing dude he was just a really sweet person so it's it's really a loss for the community i'd say and for as someone who grew up like really like loving the green ranger i gotta say i felt that one pretty acutely like he was a childhood hero and to see him pass away it was it was a shock because when i think power rangers i think dragon sword i think Tommy so yeah, yeah that is a that's a part of my childhood mm-hmm. yeah even my little girl like she doesn't know power Mighty Morphin Power Rangers that much but you know like you do your best to indoctrinate your kids into things you like yeah I I uh I had her watch a few Power Rangers episodes and then when you know like I was telling my partner the other day like oh no you know mm-hmm. being Ranger died you know Tommy's gone you know like my little yeah. girl piped up and said no it it just goes to show that nothing lasts forever, unfortunately, and that's just fact of life, you know. But um, the thing with Jason David Frank and uh, Kazuki Amori is that even though they're gone, basically um, they'll be forever part of the kaiju community, pretty much, you know. Yeah. Because of their contributions. Yeah. That's it. I mean, yeah. I mean, Godzilla vs. Violante and Godzilla vs. King Ghidorah are two of my favorite Godzilla mm-hmm. films. So yeah. it's uh... yeah. And um, and I think in King Ghidorah's case, um, that film was probably a gateway to all the other Godzilla films for a lot of fans as well. You know, at least if you grew up in the early two thousands, I guess with those DVDs. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a shame, I guess. <laughs> um, anyways, I think. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, that's my that's yeah. I haven't been up to anything, but I'll pass on the bad news. Joe, what have Kaiju been up to? It took him a while, but Joe spent some money. Again. Hey, <laughs> I've been waiting. An X Force Dragon. 
<laughs> no, <laughs> dang it. So I've been patiently waiting for a Star Ace Harryhausen Dragon, which just never seems to get released. I think they've cancelled like, it. Well, I just found out. Like, what were we getting? No, um, they have the Wonders of the Ancient World Smilodon. And I was about to go, you are not seriously doing the Harryhausen Smilodon, the Sabertooth Cat, before the dragon. Are we really doing this? But no, it was a different line that they had. But, you know, I am perpetually perturbed now that I haven't gotten the dragon yet. However, um, it's been a long time coming, but they are finally arriving um, a few days um, after I, we record this because I've got the tracking. But I have a uh, Kraken coming my way. Ooh, I, ooh. Yeah. I, I didn't did think you were getting go, that one. Uh, yeah, you know, but... Um, I, I didn't go for the Rick extra version. I, I didn't need an Andromeda chain to a rock for the extra quid. I'm just quite happy with the Kraken, who's the real star of that show. Um, my daughter has enough Barbies and princess figures that, you know, I can <laughs> you make your mock own. up my, I can mock up my own. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I have the Talos as well. I did nice. go the extra on that one. And um yeah, he, he's got the boat in his hand and he's got the little base that surrounds it. And the thing is, is when I saw that figure, like that was an instant for me. I, I love figures with detail that show action. There's a really good sculpt there. The details in there, the base is fantastic. And I think in terms of like a sculpt, it's a head and shoulders above the gigantic Talos, which was released, which is just standing there more or less it's not even him on top of like the uh on top of the pedestal or the uh whatever you want to call it, the base that says talos in the film where he's posed so I, I i'm i'm glad i got that one but it's finally coming and then the one that i mean like those are two amazing figures but the one i'm actually most excited for is the rick defo real titanosaurus and I have been waiting for a closed tail Titanosaurus to be put on one of my shelves for so long, and I'm finally getting it. So I'm quite happy with that. Um, I'm really excited. One of the things that uh, is a bit of a tra- a bit of a tragedy in Joe's world is uh, my partner and I have a new baby, and my geeky office is going to be converted into his room. But the defo reels are small enough that I can keep them, you know, about the house. And not have them in storage necessarily. So, unfortunately, that, sacrifices be have to be made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, members of the family are more important than Godzilla. But you know, like <laughs> it, it will be fun. So I spent a bit of money, and uh, yeah, I watched Troll, and I watched Troll with my partner Don, and um, getting into the crux of this uh, episode, Troll was a very fun film, mm-hmm. and. It's really good that we have films like Troll because it offers a new character. I'm not necessarily going to say original because we had Troll Hunter, you know, a while back, which did fairly similar things. But trolls are something of a novelty and everybody's calling it a kaiju film or a giant monster movie, you know, which to be fair, it is. But this isn't produced by necessarily what it isn't produced for necessarily an American audience or a Japanese audience. It is its own thing. We have a European monster film again, 
so it's novel in that sense it's a it's fairly original in the fact that it is a troll film but the big takeaway for me is that because it's on such a large platform like netflix it introduces a lot of people to the to the genre and whilst i don't regard it as an overly original film plot wise i will say that even though it has a lack of originality we need films like that every once in a while on a big platform with a new creature to draw fans into the fandom. Otherwise it's just the same tired tropes with the same characters and you don't gain any organic growth that way. <laughs> so I'm really glad should, that we got troll. I should also mention this currently the number one movie at this moment in time trending on Netflix as well. So it has actually garnered an audience by the looks of things already. So yeah, it's it's doing really well. I think Wednesday Adams is is has taken top seat overall in Netflix. It's actually taken that away from Stranger Things, which is great because it's another creepy, kooky, mysterious and spooky, spooky. sort yeah. of series. And um it has it has a creature in it. There's multiple creatures in it to be fair. But um yeah, like we're we're just seeing like a really good uh showing from Netflix at the moment, but troll I think it's fantastic because you take like a legendary creature and you treat it with the reverence that it, it really deserves because trolls were actually like a big part of people's lives a long mm -hmm. while back. And they were treated with that reverence and then seriousness. And as they fell into more hokey myth and legend, like that, that mystique around them went away. And this film does a lot in, showing that reverence to the myth and i think it's great in that sense you guys both watched troll what were your takeaways before we delve into the plot i would say i really enjoyed troll um and i'll, I'll tell you something else right um so this is the uh the last episode of christmas pretty much and uh um this is one of the few times that um now i think everyone who's um ever like kaiju movies knows that uh most of the time families do not want to watch kaiju films right end of you know because are you going to subject your family to troll is this is that where this is going no they wanted to watch it so <laughs> oh people actually asked you yeah we want to watch this film with you Connor. oh nice yeah nice. so um and i think because of that um um i really do appreciate that that is essentially uh because it was released in December, it's the true meaning of Christmas. It's you know you can watch it with your family um, and all that. Um, but uh, other than that, yeah, no, I enjoyed it uh, very much. I think uh, it is a bit derivative in some parts, and there's a lot of obvious parts where it's derivative. But for what it is, it's a very enjoyable um, uh, monster film, and. Uh, what how it plays around with the troll myth as well like um we have uh we had the film troll hunter a few years back uh, which also delved into the myth a bit uh, like stuff about the christian blood and you know like trolls being killed by like uv lights and all that but um i like the um i like the aspect that the the troll isn't an evil creature right and i do uh, appreciate when it's just like uh um the troll isn't evil it's the humans that are evil pretty much you know um uh, that sort of angle i guess you know and I mean, he's destroying people he's destroying people 
it. I shouldn't necessarily say he, but it's destroying people's homes and eating people. I mean, like I would argue that people and trolls are fairly mutually <laughs> exclusive there, Connor. Well, you know, it's like um, he didn't kill uh, the the dog at the start, right? He could That's have easily. Squ- yeah, it doesn't matter. He didn't kill the dog. You know, um, well, you can't have a successful movie and kill the dog. You know, Alien um, Three, prime example. <laughs> he saved he saved the little girl from being crushed. You yeah, know, he did. in the theme park. Um, He's practically Gamera. Yeah, parental <laughs> oh. children. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can clearly see that um, when people actually try to talk to it gently, you know, it calms down. And it's like, oh, look, maybe he, it's he, just confused. And he, it's he's like, all Why right. is my food talking to me? Well, <laughs> such a negative attitude of telling you, Joe. But um, <laughs> it eats um, people. Listen, listen you know. Um, it's just like uh it's it's not evil it's not evil it's like uh it's like how animals aren't evil you know it's like um you like you animals know, aren't evil but he that thing specifically singled one guy out and ate him he is a because... soldier keep in mind as well so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he You're was attacking gonna... him in fairness <laughs> okay okay in fairness no he was was he he was a soldier he was he was a soldier shooting at him. Got... Yeah, he was. The soldiers were attacking him. So yeah, okay, but but the second self defense. Okay, we'll move on to you, Paul, and your thoughts on the film, and then we will argue. Okay, how about I quite like this argument, but yeah, um, I thought Troll was fine. Um, nothing enjoyable watch. It was just enjoyable. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, the music, the the acting, you know, it's all fine, but nothing really stood out as. As a moment, I thought, "Oh wow, that was fantastic!" You know, there's, yeah, it's, it's a well executed, yeah, well executed movie. Well executed movie, but I think the problem is I didn't really care about the troll. I didn't really care about the people. <gasps> so anyone could have died, and I, it wouldn't have bothered me. And if I'm not in, in, like, engaged, then it's just like, yeah, it's 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 a film. It was it passed the time, but I can't. I couldn't recommend that. I couldn't really? recommend Troll, really. Oh, oh dear. It, it was distinctly mediocre uh, for <laughs> me. The, uh, the, the prime thing is, oh, great, it's it's something new to watch. It's on Netflix, so I'm sure lots of people watch it. And it is, oh, it's a, it's a bit of a giant monster, but, uh, yeah. Just, Again, I, don't really, I, I, I don't care about Trolls either, to be They're not high up on my monster list. It goes back to what I say. Like, for fans of the genre, like real fans, like, you will enjoy it when you watch it. It's not a bad movie. That's it. No, not but bad. Co- but you'll come away from it thinking, like, huh. I have seen most of this before. <laughs> and, but I am grateful for it because, again, it's on a la- large platform and it is bringing new fans to yes. the genre. That's the, that's the best thing about it, isn't it? That this could be a gateway to many more things for, yeah, um, exactly. for people. So that's that's the, 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 the highest phrase. The more it's, films that it's Netflix a, puts out like it's this. A, it's a fun movie at the end of the day. You know, it's a fun, uh, it's a fun movie. Don't expect anything special. You know, just, it, just Netflix and chill. See, we're pure, we're pure pressuring you now. See, before this episode, Connor was raving about Troll. <laughs> like, basically, like I don't, I don't know. It was a heat, heated debate, wasn't it? That day, because you were just texting <laughs> away about Troll. Yeah. It was it was mostly the debate about is the troll evil. Is the troll not? evil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which we're talking about now. The, the troll is evil. It's not and, evil. 
Okay, okay. So look at riddle me this. Riddle me this. This is a sad eyes in the film, but he's not okay. This is sad. I mean he's sad by the end of the film. Yeah. So this this benevolent, sad-eyed troll who only eats one person. Yeah. yeah. And he's forced to eat the guy. He's oh, not I'll forced to okay. eat. Who yeah, is no, a soldier no, 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 who's no, no, been no, no, shooting no, no, no. at him? Let me go, let me go, let me go. I'm just giving Connor a moment, you know? Like but <laughs> what? but <laughs> do you not think that he might have done a, sm- a smidgen of evil deeds once he figured out what had happened to the rest of his family? He was not impressed with this. Okay, spoiler with the skull that they were dragging around in the car in order to uh, distract him. Yeah, I mean, why would you be impressed? He found his entire family's skeletons, you know. Yeah, mm. oh, all my family are dead. Yeah, I think he's got every right to be angry. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I think it should be honky dory. I was like, "Oh, look, my family's dead." I'm just. I know, but they were just, eating uh, people. You know, like down. they something needed to be done. You know, well, you know, mountain cons- trolls eat people. They goes into yeah, it but I mean, they uh, need to eat to survive. Bear in mind, yes, as well, but, it's, hu- but, it's humans that came up with the myth about trolls in the first place. You know, it's, it's human propaganda, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but he did eat people. He did eat people. Yeah. And why not? I mean, like, I mean, I mean well, what I, did the humans do? To I mean, I, I I eat cows. So I, you know, I, and you're probably evil to a cow. So I'm evil to cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to argue the troll is an evil, you know, like it's a good oh, so, point. But, but but am am I evil for for he he for, smashed for an old couple's vegetarian? house? They were doing nothing wrong. He accidentally stepped on it. He, yeah, he didn't he purposely destroy. Evil. He's... <laughs> He scared a dog totally. But the, 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 the dog survived. The old people survived. He was you know? gonna smash the chopper that they were riding in too. Like he was grabbing for them. Did you see that? They were like rent- when he was hidden away when he was pretending to be a hill. Oh yeah. They, 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 wait, he was, he was trying to sleep. If you got walking up, was by he a, now? Uh, I felt like he was chopper, for a good long time. as well. <laughs> All right. So before we start arguing any more about this, I feel like we need to tackle the plot. So. As as was stated before, this film does not have a terribly complex plot. So no. tropes that it borrows from the young paleontologist, because it's always a paleontologist, that gets roped in to explain the monster or to find the monster. Yep. Fair enough. That paleontologist has an odd relationship albeit with their parent, a significant other that is estranged, and that person is roped in to help, you know, combat the monster threat. We have, pardon me, we have a um, central character or, you know, like B-list character dying partway through the film that shows us loss and no one is safe. We have a monster making a linear threat to a populated area. We have the government plan, which does not succeed. Then we have the ragtag group of paper pushers that come together to try a, a Hail Mary that works in the end, but not before we see the human side of the monster shortly before it perishes in a heartfelt death scene cut to credits that would make it you're interrupted by the advent 
of a new monster, which everybody missed. I don't know about you. That would make a fairly satisfying movie if you ask me. So things things that I noticed while watching this film. So first of all, vertebrate paleontology is a very hard thing to get into. So you don't have many like recognized vertebrate paleontologists that go hunting for dinosaurs that everybody wants that job that job like they are the talking heads in all the documentaries don't get me wrong but there aren't many of them that's why you always see the same people talking so the fact that we had a vertebrate paleontologist in i'm assuming this was norway um you know digging up a large theropod dinosaur which you know spoilers folks it had no business being there that was not the right strata to find that that was not the type that was it was in mud not even in rock so what on earth did this thing fossilize in when did it fossilize so i kind of because well, it, of it, it previous be, knowledge i kind of took offense it, it, to the it, film it could be raining and the mud might have slid over the top of the dinosaur basically this in order for it to be there in that mud this would have had to been like a jurassic world dominion in universe film no. which would be very oh, funny because yeah. watching the troll face off with rexy is probably in the sequel that'd be amazing <laughs> yeah, but um rexy would win because rexy can't die it's like an unwritten rule why did Anyways, they bring her into it the, the paleontologist what's why would they okay so we brought the paleontologist into it because okay yeah i thought so because there was a geological incident people were mining slash tunneling through this mountain in order to you know like decrease transit time to whatever populated area or whatnot during the tunneling um the boring device wakes up at titular creature a bit like rain of fire go. isn't it they it is of... quite like rain of fire only they're going horizontal rather, yeah rather than Run down know, vertically down yeah so anyways the troll erupts from the mountain and like basically you have like this room of educated experts that the government pulls together and they show the footage from the incident which was captured in someone's smartphone and all the other experts miss the giant troll walking out of the mountain. But we can all see it. So, that we can clear. all see and hear, might I add. <laughs> yeah. But the paleontologist catches it. Now, one of the things that's refreshing about this is that we have a female protagonist, which is really cool. She's an educated female protagonist. She is a paleontologist. She comes up with good ideas. She is open to... Um, She's open to believing like some of the myths and legends because she's seeing it supported by factual evidence, which is what every good scientist should and would do. But the thing of the matter is, is just that like, there's too many tropes. There's too many tropes. Basically what this movie is about is a troll walking in a straight line and people getting in the way. Well, that's now, a the troll. Film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it, it, it's much like a Godzilla film only godzilla's radioactive he is quite a bit more dangerous and angry to be fair and he can walk in the daylight so this troll like is literally just walking in a straight line he stops to take a nap at which point he looks like a hill they land next to him because his footprints have stopped and then they're like oh gosh where did the troll go and then he wakes up of course he wakes up and then he just kind of like 
lunges at the helicopter, does like the uh, Kong Skull Island clenching yeah. of the fists. Well, 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 they don't know that he's the mountain. You know, the, as far as the concerned, well, no, trolls aren't concerned. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no one believes in trolls. Yeah, well, apparently, the of apparently, apparently, you see, this is another. This is this is where like suspension of disbelief is very important in a film like this. So our lead protagonists father you know the paleontologist that we've just been talking about her father is actually a troll expert would you believe God, how lucky how lucky are all those government officials they got a twofer they got the paleontologist and they got the troll expert so anyways um we can't just let a giant troll walk towards a populated you know area so what are we going to do that's right folks we're going to try and blow it up so yeah. they try and blow it up. So it's actually quite a hard to apparently light stone on fire, which is kind of where they don't succeed. So trolls are made of like stone and they have ice for bones. I don't yeah. know if that's necessarily true, strictly that, speaking, but in the film it's referenced. That's something now, that I've never get in films like this. You know, um, it's just like we've just discovered a new creature. Kill What's it. The first thing when they kill it. Kill it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is to be fair, as you say, it's walking towards a populated area. It is a threat. Well, is it a it threat? Is a threat. And, and and you know what else? You want to know what else, Connor? What's that? Say it yeah. with me now. It eats people. Well, only when it's annoyed. It ate, it ate one person. <laughs> well, okay, it ate one person. One on person camera. who shot at but him. Thing, and that's it. Yeah. Thing, no, 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 no. It wasn't even because he was shooting at him. It was because no, it's because he was a Christian. Yeah. So we have a Apparently. bigot troll on the loose. <laughs> That's what it's about here, folks. It's a bigot. Anyway, um, so it eats a guy. And then we have our, you know, like, B-list character, Death. So the dad, the troll expert, tries to reason with the troll. And to be fair, it looks down, like rather, you know, like, dully, you know, and just like, Mm-hmm. It looks at him and then you know someone starts shooting it you know from its side and then of course you know like he takes a step to face it and accidentally kind of like kicks the guy so um exactly the troll's not evil he accidentally killed the guy <laughs> yeah i mean like he, he didn't punt he didn't punt him but you know like if you took your foot and knocked over a lego character it would be pretty similar but um yeah you don't really survive that you know being accidentally kicked by you know like what is it a hundred meter stone giant so he dies, but he dies after he has one last heartfelt conversation with his daughter. Um, oh, I should mention that they have a uh, military friend, an escort that they've developed, you know, a working relationship with. He's, he's a staple all throughout the film, and he comes in pretty clutch at the end. So um, as we discover, the troll is walking towards a populated, you know, center, and uh, through various bits of detective work they find out that the current palace of the sitting government um the sovereign is built on top of his old home which isn't good because he just no. wants to go home right he doesn't necessarily no. mean like go home and eat people but uh add a kicker here he's not going to be best pleased when he goes because first of all someone built a house on top of his house and secondly they killed all of his family and left their bones there and not only did they leave their bones there, they like installed floodlights so they could look at their corpses whenever they wanted. <laughs> so particularly brutal government here. So 
Anyways, he's walking along. They figure all of this out. Like, this isn't going to be good. We have to do something. So again, military strikes aren't really working. They decide to like bomb the city or wherever he's going. Now there's potential for, you know, like lots of property damage, um, collateral. So we, we don't want this. So again, this is where the ragtag group of folks come into play. So we have like a hacker lady who's working inside the uh, office. We have the PM's main assistant. Uh, he helps out. We have the paleontologist. And then the clutch military trope hero. So I feel like the entire thing would have fallen apart if it weren't for this one guy. Because oh, somehow yeah. oh, he really? manages to get every single sunbed in Norway into one location within like 45 minutes whilst paleontologists and the PM's assistant are driving around with this poor infant troll's skull around town, like taunting this poor, like at this point, like shocked, angry, confused troll. Like why you got my baby's head. So like yeah, he's chasing after them. It's very Godzilla 98 and they lead him up to a hill where they've got all these sunbeds in a circle around him. They start setting them off. It's fairly troll hunter, to be fair. And, you know, the paleontologist says, wait, wait. Even though I was totally for killing this troll 10 minutes ago, yeah. I think we should stop. Told you, the humans of course, it's guys. completely arbitrary because despite the fact that she's wearing a watch and fighting a creature that she was bent on killing that dies in the sun... She's forgotten that it's almost dawn. So, like, I don't know, a minute after she decides to turn off all the lights, it gets roasted in the sun anyway. And then they make clever jokes about what to call its corpse. They yeah, do, that's, uh, that's yeah, one thing bit, I didn't appreciate about that. That's a bit cold. That's a bit cold. Anyways, I mean, like, it was looking at it, too, like, as it died. It crumbled away. It was just like, I want to eat you so bad. Anyways, so... A troll dies, and then my favorite part of the film comes up. It was the Hall of the Mountain King remakes for the end credits, which was amazing. For those of you who are not familiar with the Hall of the Mountain King, look it up on YouTube. It is music. You have probably heard it before. And what it is about is about a brave young person who goes in to wallop the Mountain King, who is a troll. But the thing is, is if the mountain king and his minions catch you, they keep you in the mountain until then you turn into a troll. So our little protagonist is quite brave as he goes into the mountain. But as he realizes he is he is outnumbered and outclassed, the music begins to take a turn and he starts to run away only to be caught. So it tells a story without necessarily saying any words, but it is deeply associated with trolls and specifically mountain trolls to which this troll is they are the biggest baddest ones so that was fun end credits because we have to have an end credit scene marvel has ruined us that way so we have an end credit scene and basically the um shaft that they were burrowing into where the troll first appeared we hear a roar we hear some rock we see some rocks move and then the rocks erupt presumably with another troll so it starts all over again so there's a lot there that's fun to watch while you're watching it. If you don't know what's going to happen, it's a load of fun. But in terms of rewatchability, 
and a film for veterans of the genre, you've seen it all before and you've seen a lot of it before in another troll movie, which is also probably still on Netflix in some territories. So well, yeah, well, but like we get back, I, I digress. The troll's evil and it eats people. Troll is not evil. It's defending his homelands against the evil humans. <laughs> they killed his, his people. You know, they, they, they were eating people. They, they put them on display, Joe. <laughs> you know, they put them on display in the, in the palace. Yeah, and he gobbled up people. I mean, like you know, <laughs> they killed a baby. We're, we're kind of we're kind of uh, splitting hairs here. Like murders on both sides, man. You know, it's just like uh, I don't know. I just got a feeling that the lore of this is oh, the trolls were just minding the business, you know, and then humans showed up. Not so. Uh, I refuse to believe that the trolls evil in this movie at all. Yeah, I, I don't see him as as evil. No, is he a force too, of nature? It's two against one. So. No. He's just a he's troll. Not a force, he, he's not a force of nature. I mean, like, we actually have I mean, a being I mean, I made he's out a bit, of rock. Yeah, he's, he's just he's made rock, out of rock. Yeah. He's literally nature. Paul, mm. no, I'm not going to let you have that Godzilla parallel, Joe. He's not a force of nature. He's not, he's not a force of nature, no. But he's <laughs> literally like a walking mountain. Again, how he is a walking mountain, Paul. He's not much of a force, though, is he? Because when the sun comes out, he goes away. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. This is, you know, it's just like, yeah, I, I'm a force of nature. I mean, like, I, I I'm mean, gonna kill you. All. Oh, sorry, it's Sunny. He's like a vampire, but he's not even like a vampire anymore because Edward Cullen, you know, he goes out in the sun. I mean, like, he's he just, just sparkles. Yeah. I, say, yeah, I say he's like the typical Scotsman who just cannot stand the sun. Just, just... <laughs> oh, it's getting a bit warm. I don't like this. <laughs> I mean, like this. This is probably the only monster that's more northern than you, Connor. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Um, oh, um, on that note, shall we um have a little look and see what our um listeners say because we've had a few comments, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. you guys commented loads on this film, it's only oh. been out for like a week. Yeah, it shows how hungry we are for anything monster related, so anything troll related. Mm -hmm. Oh, you yeah, can definitely. totally tell that some of you grew up with Frozen, you are troll hungry. <laughs> Right. Um, so, who do you want me to read some questions? Oh, read some comments out. Um, Go for it. Go nuts. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, Daniel Moorhead loved it. Um, even if the prime minister looking so much like Theresa May was very distracting, which Whoa, I didn't think did about. Did not even catch that. Oh, that's Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe it is Theresa May. I mean, like, do we know what that's she's what she, doing? That's right what now? she's doing now. She's gone into monster movies. That'd be fantastic. But who is the real monster? Oh, okay. We're oh, doing no. <laughs> You're going to upset some Tories now. Watch out. Oh, oh, um, it's um... great um, that we're now at the stage where the new crop of kaiju films are so obviously being influenced by the Monsterverse, felt very gods of the 2014 with the father story, and Skull Island with the helicopter scene in particular. Thank uh, hope, you. Hope it does well enough to get a sequel, but I don't know enough about the production to guess. Did Netflix finance this or just acquire the streaming rights? I think they financed it, didn't they? Um, they did finance it. This is a you. This is one that uh, they plastered their logo all over, yeah. and it has not been shown on any other platform, nor okay, released yeah. on any hard copy physical form. So, yeah, I'm going to say Netflix. Okay, and uh, on the on the kind of Christmassy theme, as this is as we said the last episode for Christmas, he's uh, said Dream Kaiju Xmas Present would be the Heisei and Millennium Godzilla films to finally get a Blu-ray box set in the UK. I mean, that Keep would be dreaming. nice. We had the Criterion Collection. 
you know, it'd be nice to have the rest. I want to yeah. complete the set. Yeah, I, I want another Criterion set where apparently the glue is loosening on the set and all the discs are falling into the <laughs> into the cardboard. <laughs> uh, well done, Criterion. <laughs> yes, I'll make fun of the Criterion collection, and I and I will say that there were some elements of the Criterion collection which didn't hit very well. There but... were some odd choices, but it's so nice to have them all as a collection. Yeah, like we, we like we that never was such get a gift it. to us. But what about what about the Heisei films? I mean, like so many people love those films, and for so many people, are, so many people are of the age group now that they really want that. Yeah, but no, 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 UK. We will just continue to be. We'll continue to ignore you. But we'll give yeah. you a troll. We'll give you a troll. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, Brandon Hickel Smith. Sorry, Hickley Smith. Oh boy, here Apologies we go. There, Brandon. Here, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I first heard about the film, I strongly believed it was going to be either a sequel or prequel to the found footage movie Troll Hunter, especially since the creature looks strikingly like the giant troll in the twenty. God, was it twenty ten in the twenty ten film? Twelve years yeah. ago. Thanks. Uh, plus, it was set in Norway. Um, however, it doesn't seem like there is any link to both films, but I'm cool with that. And yeah, I would say it's nothing to do with it either, but. Well, you see, the thing is, is like they this movie would have been much shorter with the other guy, but he retired. You know, it was 12 years ago. So that's why this one went on a rampage. What you gonna do? Yeah. Uh the new Netflix movie, which I've just managed to watch in time to share my opinion with the Kaiju Curry House podcast. PS, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Um (laughs) you're nicer than my kids. (laughs) Overall, it was pretty neat. I wouldn't say it's great, uh, but most of the scope, pacing, and characters were good. And I even thought some of the plot. And humor was not bad. High praise it's indeed. True. There. It's true. Um, it's it's it's. It, I mean, I, I think he's on par with me as well. I was like, yeah, it's, you know, it was it was fine. This will find its footing as a cult film. This will yeah, be. A oh, it's going to have lots of fans for sure. I think yeah, it's probably turning into a cult film. Yeah, considering that, like I said, number one movie on Netflix. So, yeah. um, uh, the but, visual effects were something else. Uh, with the amount of detail on the rec textures of the toll itself. Joe, I didn't really think about that. I just thought, yeah, that's a good effect, but... Well, oh, yeah. to be fair, just... it's one of those things... So you can program rough textures to look a certain way and map out a framed creature in digital and not necessarily apply too much effort because there are smart programs to do that. Yeah, so it's, it's amazing what you can do these days. But it's <clears> called uh, is... bump maps and displacement maps. There you go. There's a 3D animation Ooh. term for you. There you go. <laughs> but what they did do very well on this film is the lighting. Yes. The Indeed. lighting and the cinematography in this film were great. And it's not often that you can call out a film for that, particularly a film like this. But the scale that was on display via the cinematography and the lighting. So call a specific instance into mind which it's all about the lighting and cinematography is the moment where the daughter and father are sitting looking at the mountain with the troll heads yeah and you can see the troll heads as the clouds part and it just casts shadows on the faces and then it fades away again it's all lighting Mm -hmm. oh yeah definitely plus uh um the way that they filmed as well, because Norway is such a, a, a cold country, you know, like uh, associated with being quite like cold. Yeah, like Scotland. Um, 
Uh, it's uh, they use a lot of very like uh, grayish colors as well, which uh, actually it actually helps the troll blend into the um, because of how the troll is designed, it helps them blend into the film more naturally, I guess, if that's the way of putting it. But uh, yeah, definitely the, the lighting effects as well as the cinematography are actually pretty good in this film. All things they good. were great. They yeah. were great. That was something that this film really nailed. I mean, he said, to be honest, I almost couldn't draw my eyes away from it. So yeah, so Brandon was definitely impressed with the effects. Uh, some moments I noticed that there was a few scenes appear to be inspired by other hit creature films like Jurassic Park and even Kong Skull Island. And those are probably my favourite parts. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, I guess a couple of things that could have been a little improved is the editing and maybe even the screenplay. Also, the ending felt kind of rushed to me. That being said, though, I quite like the film. Despite not being on my top monster movie list, I might watch it again sometime. It's still a good creature feature for some entertainment. Three out of five. I think, I, I mean, like, that's a really decent review. You I think that's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that review. Well, <laughs> I, would, I, I will say the ending being rushed, I mean, like, the sun came up. I mean, like. As you said, the sun came up really quickly. It's just like all of a sudden. I mean, like, the thing is, though, the sun came up, like. It dies in the sun. I mean, like whether you wanted more or not, like that's just a fun, that's that's just but, part of the crux of it being a troll. Sun came yeah, out. but it was the thing, I think it's the thing is, it, it was out during the day before, wasn't it? It was just cloudy, mm -hmm. so it, it just happened to be a bright morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, for his dream kaiju present, he would love a SH Monster Arts model of Ghidorah, Isai or uh, MonsterVerse. Merry Xmas, Kaiju Curry House. Merry Thanks Christmas you. to you too. Merry Christmas, Brandon. I have that uh, Ghidorah actually. It's in my living room, so I can flex that. I guess the nineties uh, Ghidorah. You know what? You know what they need to do. What do they need to do? What do they, they need, need to do? SH Monster Arts need to make a Titanosaurus. Do they? With a tail that can mm. open and close. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, they do. <laughs> and I can wander around the house going. <laughs> well, if you wait a couple years, we might just have that with the next Godzilla. No, <laughs> no we won't. For we the Terra Mecha Godzilla anniversary. No, they're just they're just gonna. Well, maybe, yeah, but you know what? They're just gonna do. They're just gonna keep re-releasing different paint schemes. It will be Destroyer's anniversary, not Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, Terra Mecha Godzilla. No, screw that. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Destroy what else we got? Well, so we got um, M. Bryant has said, I love that 13 trolls collectively parted so hard at a troll wedding, they almost lost, they all lost track of time and turned to stone. Troll Lemonade is strong. Indeed it is. Yes. <laughs> um, cinematography and score is just lush. Love, yep. the, love the scale, size and overall threat of this monster. Uh, it was built very quickly and you could see the direct effect it had on the environment. What's a monster movie without a little destruction? My ideal Kaiju Excellence Prezi would be a collection of the ruby, emerald, and diamond weapons from Final Fantasy VII original in figurine form. If you uh, know what they look like, which um, she has actually put a picture further down. All right. Oh, oh yeah. D which yeah. Um, um, I don't even know how to describe what they look like. But yeah, Final Fantasy VII, uh, I take it they're summons, are they? Um, I think that's how are, much my knowledge is of the game. From what I can tell, the red one is uh, a boss you fight that, uh, um, if you encounter early on, just completely demolishes you. Okay. Um, 
But I do appreciate these figures look like PlayStation 1 graphics with the blockiness to them. So I appreciate that. I need to play uh, that game because I'm sure that's got loads of massive monsters in it. Oh, yeah. It's on every system nowadays. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so what else have we got? Um, Louise and McGarry watched this last night. I thought it was pretty good. Fair enough. There you go. Pretty good. Right to yeah. the point there. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tim Sharp. We thought it was okay. Not the worst film we've seen. It wasn't the worst film that we've talked about on this podcast either. It's not, no. No. What's the, what's the worst film we've talked about on this podcast? I, I don't know. I haven't been here for that long. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's a repressed memory now. I know what Alex would say. It's, it's not Legend. No, no. That, it's definitely not Legend. Definitely not Legend. Love no. that film. Exactly. <laughs> have you guys covered uh, Space Godzilla yet? I can't remember if you have or not. Um, no, I don't think we've talked about that. We haven't actually covered Space Godzilla. No, okay. no I can't no. even remember the film, to be honest. So it couldn't have been great. Okay, yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> yeah. They basically <laughs> find out that you can kill Godzilla by shooting him in the armpit. It's a pretty bad film, Paul. Okay, I must have blocked that out of my memory. I mean, to be fair, um, if you got shot in the armpit, yeah, that would be very painful, you know, because that's where all your nerves are. So, um, <laughs> anyway. Well, no, do you want to read out some. Um, some comments yes indeed what would in happen fact, if you uh, shot a troll in the armpit um a very what, pissed you, off troll so, so yeah it wouldn't feel it, it's rock <laughs> would it try and eat me um possibly your religion you would, it, would it go evil <laughs> oh god anyway so we've you got almost some... said yes you almost said yes <laughs> i didn't though but <laughs> um we've got some twitter comments um We've actually got a few. Twitter's still comments. running. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Indeed, yes. Um, so uh Sabai Shinre says, I really liked it. Is Elon a troll? Um, is Elon a troll? Well, I don't know. <laughs> we should get him as a guest in this podcast, see what happens. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure you'll do it. <laughs> um, I I really liked it. It was uh tropey and he had some awkward dialogue moments, but as a kaiju film, I thought it worked really well because uh it worked really well because the kaiju was well designed and was in- an interesting character of an interesting story. Excited for a sequel, the troll should be Norway's Godzilla. They mentioned Godzilla in the film. They mentioned they Godzilla and King Kong in the film. So they did. They're very aware of those films. <laughs> yeah. Can we talk uh, about the dialogue for a second? Did you guys watch this dubbed or in the actual language? Well, seeming I watched this with my family, um, yeah, dubbed. You know, like um. I, I need to watch, watch the, it. Uh, watch it. Watch it with the true language. It's really cool. Yeah. Oh, well, that's it's the not thing, often uh, that you get to hear Norse, at least, yeah. you know, where I'm at. To be fair, most dubs are a bit funny. I'll be, be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, uh, anyways, uh, James Allen Tondry says um, there's some shots straight out of the Monsterverse films that are very obvious. The yeah. clenching of the fists of the helicopters uh, uh, is one example. And the and the way it ends is so abrupt and unceremonious. The last 15 minutes feel narratively weak, and the whole film is shallow but interesting. I wouldn't say it's shallow. I just think it's derivative. You know, that's uh, about it, really. You know. um, Jamstar Jupiter. That's a fantastic name. Jamstar Jupiter. <laughs> that sounds like a 2000 AD <laughs> character. <laughs> um Jamster Jupiter says, it borrows heavily from the MonsterVerse to a point where I feel like I was watching a parody in some parts. Um, the actors are passable for the genre, 
but are lacking compared to the more interesting and tragically sympathetic troll creature. Um, save for the father who spoilers gets uh, Cranston. Now I would <laughs> dis- I that, would disagree. No, no, with no. This. Can we can we talk about that? Who wrote that? Uh, some That's guy called Jamstar. Jamstar Jupiter. What is Jamstar what is Jupiter? I like your terminology and your use of the English language. That was a fantastic review. <laughs> That was really good. That was really good and concise. Was this off of Twitter? This is off of Twitter, yes. You used your characters well. I am giving you a shout out. I, I refuse to say that to the father got Cranston because the father actually uh, pushed the plot along. <laughs> Cranston, he totally yeah. was. He <laughs> totally was. Because his advice helped them out in the end, defeat the troll. Yeah. And you know what? Brian yep, Cranston so just like, you have no idea what's coming. It's a big critter. Yeah, but that's right. about it. He, he doesn't meet Godzilla. You know, he, he just he gets uns. <laughs> what? What? He gets swatted aside by a giant creature and dies. <laughs> yeah, not but long he does after giving. Not, wait, wait! Not long after giving a few parting words to his child. But he's not knowledgeable about mutants. Does he get swatted aside, slash knocked, or whatever fall from height? But he doesn't, you know, it's like he, doesn't, he doesn't give fine words to his, uh, and then in part, in part to his oh. only child. Oh, he doesn't give parting words to his only child in Godzilla. You know, he's he, he's dead. He's like in in a. He... <laughs> oh dear! I win. You're just you're yeah. just scraping you're scraping now. You you're 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 trying to find a foothold and there isn't one. It's like oh. a troll has plucked you up very evilly and just tossed you down his gullet. Whatever you say, Joe. <laughs> um Leonardo Petrucci says it's a hidden gem. Hi Leo, how are Ooh. you today? Um, <laughs> yeah. Um it's not that hidden. No. <laughs> Number one on Netflix. And I've replied with respect, which is the allergy <laughs> uh, gif. Um, and finally, we have Joe Jones. Um, what a, you know, we go from uh, Jamstar Jupiter to Joe Jones. You know, you know what? You need to like not pick on Joe's. Our name is generic <laughs> enough as, they, as it is. Nothing's wrong with JJ. Yeah. Um, started watching last night, but fell asleep. <laughs> Paul, this feels like a shout out to you. <laughs> I didn't fall asleep. Paul, Paul also paused halfway and had to come uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> I was just like, I can't be able to stay up. To Paul, watch we're it. among friends. You can say that you fell asleep. It's okay. <laughs> I think it'd be funnier if I fell asleep. We've we've found uh, Paul's alternate account on Twitter. Paul wakes up in the morning, <laughs> turns on the film. It's morning. The troll dies. <laughs> what? What's going on? <laughs> Oh, well, but uh, anyways, yes, that is all the Twitter comments. So, um, yes. Right. I mean, it seems to be quite. You guys had a lot uh, to say about this troll. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a popular film. And it also seems to be very heavily influenced by the Monsterverse, everyone's saying. For those all of you who are listening, with. for those of you who are listening, since we had such a good turnout for comments here, I want to hear what all of you think. Christoph, good or evil. No, what Christoph would have thought of this troll. Would him and Sven have tried to defend this troll as much as Connor? That is the question. Is oh. this troll family? Or is it the monster? 
it's it's about as friendly as the troll uh, in Central Park. I'll, I'll say it there. That's <laughs> that's a feel good troll movie. Him uh, and his green thumb. They were just trying to do what they could. I'm a bad troll. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> um, so um, I guess if nothing um, else. Nothing else. Yes, that's right. Um, <laughs> who wants to start? <laughs> Um, I will start and I will say, if nothing else, um, because this is what I've been doing recently, which isn't 100% kaiju, but go watch some Power Rangers. Go watch the Green Ranger. I watched the Green with Evil bit. It's like five episodes where the Green Tommy's introduced, you know, he's got Tommy a spell lays on him. ways to the other five Rangers. Well, that's it. He suddenly he, he kicks a lo- load of ass. Um, he, his... he, he whoops them. I'm sorry. He but does. It just, it just shows you that the Green Ranger is just so far above all the other ones. That's it. He it seems pays to be evil unstoppable. folks. Like and he he's got, he's got powers. It's, it's like he's on the dark side. Oh, I've got power. I can fire lightning out of my eyes and my, my coin will zap you and teleport you. The others don't have that. The Dragon Zors are literally Mecha Godzilla as well. Yeah. It's uh, so. awesome. So yeah, if nothing else, go go check out. There was actually an episode where the Green Ranger fought the White Ranger, but they're the, the same person. Yeah, yeah, they're both Tommy. They were both Tommy. It's just like well, there's like a Power clone. Ranger's logic. Okay, we're okay, not okay, going yeah. into it. That's no. this whole episode. You can find it on Netflix. Green Ranger fights the White Ranger and wins. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the White Ranger was supposed to be an upgrade. What's going on? <laughs> no, it's, it's just for new cool toys. Enough. He's not cool enough. <laughs> uh, and other than that, um, obviously, happy holidays, everyone. You know, enjoy yourself. Hope you get some awesome kaiju goodies. Connor, if nothing else, if nothing else, seeing that um, uh, Paul brought up uh, Power Rangers, I will bring up Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. Go watch that. Yes. Yeah. Um, despite its flaws and its really terrible time travel plot, it is still. A classic. And racism. And should watch it. There's I, I a significant to... amount of racism. Do not ruin this. <laughs> it's got Dorats. It's got Dorats. You know. It does have Dorats. <laughs> Dorats are the best monsters there's... to come out. Yes, yes there's a horrible um, man-made creations. Kaiju. Yeah. Why didn't Toho pop, um, profit off of that and actually make actual full-size? I have size no Dorat idea. Dolls? You know what? I will say our interview with Jeremy Souls and X Plus. I'm like, dude, life size Dorat figure. That's all you need to do. Yeah, make it turn. Everything, everything eyes. else we mentioned, I think, has come out now. So it's just yeah, the funny that Dorat that's left. <laughs> if only there was someone here who was very good at sculpting and could probably make a life size. Yes, Dorat. I'd like to see what that. Are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? But it's, um, it's called work, Joe. We we all have to work. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, go watch Godzilla's King Dora and uh, uh, Merry Christmas for me as well. So, and um, Joe, if nothing else, so I feel like I should troll Connor a little bit more. Go on. Um, I saw recently through the wonders of the internet this year's Iron Iron Brew Christmas advert. So the, for those of you who have I'm, grown up on the British Isles, you are probably intimately familiar with a cartoon called The Snowman. Yep. Yeah. So in this Iron Brew advertisement, the snowman picks up yet another child and decides to go flying with them. 
this child has an iron brew, which is, I'm sorry, I mean, like, there's just no other way to put it. It is like Scotland's national carbonated beverage. So this kid has an iron brew, but won't share it. So through the course of their flight, they see all of Scotland, Nessie, which is where a monster comes in. But then, you know, like, kid won't share. So what's the snowman do? Drops him. Just straight up drops him. It's Doesn't catch him. Anything. Takes the brew. Drops him. And when you're done with that, watch the sequel. <laughs> but it gets better. Yeah, it gets better. There's a sequel advertisement. The kid gets a biplane or something of a like. Chases after this flying snowman to get his iron brew back. Gets it. And then who should steal it then? But Chris Kringle himself. No, right. Exactly. Okay. Santa I really enjoy, I really enjoy that advertisement. <laughs> I mean, like it, it made me laugh today. But yeah, watch Troll and watch Troll Hunter. Of the two films, I am still of the opinion that Troll Hunter offers the better creepy, realistic vibe. Troll is kind of like how Hollywood would make a troll film. Troll Hunter is more as I would imagine it playing out in real life. I, I, those words were said on this podcast, folks. I can't take them back. This is recorded for all for all mankind to listen to from generations. Trolls, to trolls come. are real, end of. <laughs> trolls could be real. Yes. Don't but, uh, like Dorats. Just don't feed them after midnight. Don't get them close to radiation, and don't time travel with them. Yeah, that's true. Sound advice. Doc Brown would have things to say. Yeah. Yes. But anyways, uh, that, that was that was a word. Um, anyhow, uh, <laughs> anyhow. Um, you have been listening to um, Kaiju uh, Curry House, episode 109, and I guess that's it. As always, I, folks, keep it Kaiju. That's what you need to say. Keep it Kaiju. Yeah. Take up the reins, man. We're Listen, passing this on to you. I'm, I'm a maverick. I can do all more. <laughs> <laughs>